Good morning. My name is Rob Daniels, and welcome to Visions and Sound. Now, for those that may be joining me for the very first time, Visions and Sound is a movie, TV, and video game soundtrack program that I produce each and every week here on 98.5 CKWR. Well, here we are, show number 14 of 2020, and show number 1014, if you're keeping track that way. Well, this week, we are looking at the scores that are leading up to the Picard series music as well. Now, joining me this week uh, remotely um, are two um, wonderful guests that I have we've had on the show before. I'd like to introduce uh, Bob Pearson, who is safely at home right now. Bob, hello. Hey. And uh, all the way from Ramsgate, England, Jason Drury. Welcome, Jason. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> ha ha! Very funny. <laughs> yes, uh, yes. Coming to you on, and uh, Bob is coming to you from all the way of uh, what about uh, a kilometer away? Uh, maybe a little more than that, but uh, yeah, pretty close. Between maybe maybe more than maybe a stone's two. throw. And I'm coming from three and, three and a half thousand miles away. <laughs> <laughs> so near and far guests tonight. So. <laughs> Star Trek, of course, has a huge history, one that a lot of fans know. It also has a huge amount of canon, and it would be nearly impossible to fit that complete history into this opening. So guess what? I'm not going to do it. Uh, Instead, I will say this. Picard, the series, is set 20 years after the end of of the film Star Trek Nemesis. Now, many years have passed since Data sacrificed himself Uh, to save Picard. Now, following the destruction of the Romulan star system and the withdrawal of the Federation's support for its evacuation, Jean-Luc Picard and Starfleet separated. You'll notice I'm putting up the air quotes here. Separated for reasons that have never been made clear. At least until now. Picard, having having recurring dreams in which he interacts with Data, uh, one of these recalls a painting data titled daughter a mysterious young woman named daj comes to picard for help and he discovers that she is the biological synthetic creation of dr bruce maddox who's well known in the series but based on uh but based on daj's creation on data's positronic brain essentially making her data's daughter now after daj is murdered by a secret society of romulans who believe that she is prophesized as the destroyer of all life, Picard learns that she has a twin sister. He makes it his mission to find her and preserve Data's legacy. So the series had its season finale uh, this past Thursday, and Jason, I know you're you were a little behind us, but you are caught up. I caught up. I watched it this afternoon. Okay. Well, yesterday afternoon for me. All right, and and Bob, you're caught up as well. <laughs> Oh, very much so. Okay, cool. So everybody's everybody's on the same page. Now, just before I start, what I'd like to say is this. For those that don't want to, uh, or at least want to watch kind of outside the, the scope of, of this show, because we're going to be discussing, we're going to get into huge spoiler territory. A lot of stuff is going to be talked about, uh, about the series, about about all the characters about the, of course, the, the finale, which happened on Thursday. So if you do not want to know about what's coming up and you want to watch it yourself on the weekend or something like that, I highly recommend that, that I, I don't often say this, but 
we're going into spoiler territory. So if you don't want to hear it, I say leave now and we'll just discuss amongst ourselves. Okay. Um, for, for a second. Well, while people I can't hear you. Yes. So, <laughs> so how about that local sports team? Well, you can't do much about that because they're in isolation. In any case, I think we've given the people enough time to tune away if they, if they do not want to <laughs> hear about this. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There goes, right. there goes the audience. <laughs> <laughs> well, in, in any case, guys, what I want, what, what I, what I would like to say about this is, um, when it was first announced that a Picard series was happening for me, I was cautiously skeptical about this series and as to how they were going to work it how what they were going to do is this going to be the next generation a continuation of the next generation is this going to be something different and so my thoughts were like most most things happening uh with the uh with films and and kind of the nostalgic look at things i was very cautious so let's start with you bob what were your thoughts on this uh picard revival well uh, actually, I was also well. At first, I was excited because the first I was I, I'd heard of it is it was I I thought it was going to be an animated series. In which case, I thought maybe it was going to be a prequel series. Ah, which would have been which would in and of itself would have been interesting. But then when it's like oh, it's actually live action. It's like oh, what are they going to do with this? That's when the the pessimism started to leak into the uh, the mix, and I'm like. But it's like, I was hopeful all the way along that they would uh, put together something that was really good. And no, they surpassed those expectations. It's excellent. Okay. It's awesome. Jason, how about you? I was a little skeptical, mainly because of uh, Patrick Stewart's age mm. at first. But uh, and also, in my case, how am I going to see it? Because it's mm. on over in the UK on Amazon Prime, which you need to pay a, a fee to watch to actually watch it as on the stream. But I managed to do that in some way, so that's why I've been able to see the first season. And um, in my opinion, the season itself, it, to me, it's a slow burner. Mm-hmm. It's, a lot, it's, a very, it's a very slow start. But as I think as the series progresses, you, you kind you, you get you get the, you get the payoff which you're you're looking for. Mm-hmm. It's, al- it's always it's, there's always lovely moments when familiar faces turn up, which is really nice and it's really good to see them. Some faces turn up and you don't realise oh, but you've had they've been on the te- on there before. So I think as a and also finding out also that the same people who were behind Discovery are also behind this series. Oh. So the two. So the two together are more or less they are this one of the same, and I had a feeling that the situation, what was going on in Discovery, was slightly linked to what's happening in Picard in some way. I think it's like the other side of what happened with the, the uh, creation of the Kelvin timeline is why when I mean, the woman in Northern Planet got destroyed it was because uh, of uh, the what happened in the, the Star Trek with Chris Pine and Kelvin. Yeah, I think, I, think, I, think I think there's a link there, but. Um, I think they. Oh, well, ch- I think. Uh, okay, sorry. Continue. I'm sorry. Oh, oh, well, the series itself is is, is a worthy enterprise, and particularly watching Patrick Stewart because I always think he's a great actor, and uh, just watching him act even now, at his age, is 
you know, it's always a, always a joy to behold. He's just he's just a, just a fine actor. And it's just nice to see him back in the role which he's probably best remembered for. Okay. So now, bef- I, I think before we can actually look at the uh, series proper, I think we kind of have to look back as well. So now I'm going to be playing a little bit of music. So up first on uh, this, this is music from the Star Trek The Next Generation episodes from the 1990 Best of Both Worlds Part 1 and 2. Now, responding to a distress call on one of the Federation's outermost colonies, the Enterprise arrives only to find a hole in the ground where a town once was and discovers the Borg are behind the attack. And having absorbed Captain Picard and his knowledge, the Borg head to Earth, leaving Riker and the Enterprise desperate for a way to defeat them. Now, I don't know uh, if you guys are aware of this. this. Of course, the music was done by Ron Jones, but they actually released... Uh, on GNP Crescendo, originally in nine, in I think it was it was nine it was ninety one when it was released, but surprisingly, I think back in like twenty ten, maybe twenty twelve, they actually released an expanded version on the GNP Crescendo label. GNP yes. Crescendo had kind of gone uh, belly up a little a little while ago, so it was surprising me. Um, mm that they came out with this in any case, it was wonderful that they did. They did the yes. same, they did the same thing with a couple of their other next generation generation yeah. scores. So yes. I'm just going to play that. This is, this is wonderful music by jo- by Ron Jones. And, um, I'm surprised he didn't stick longer with the series, but that's a completely other story. So here's some music from best of both worlds, part one and two. You may recognize the theme back in a bit.
Yeah, and I was just talking offline with uh, my colleagues here uh, at about the uh, the end of uh, end of that uh, best of both worlds part one, and uh, being the the fact that it was the it was the first cliffhanger that they had done on Star Trek, and the whole notion of uh, of I was I was working at a uh, television station at the time. And uh, I was monitoring the other the other stations just to you know to make sure. Of course, I was watching Star Trek: The Next Generation because it was it was exciting. And uh, it gets to the end. It zooms in on Riker's face, and it's like to be continued. No, no, you can't do that. And it was like, ah. <sighs> <laughs> uh. Anyway, that was that was my experience with that whole um, mm. uh, that whole that 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 ending. Anyway, best episode, and actually uh, Eric Woods, who's on our feed a uh, feed tonight, and if you want to join the feed, just um, uh, uh, send me a friend request, and you can join. I believe you can join the feed that way. I believe that's how it works. In any case, um, yeah, Eric Woods, who is is uh, on our on our feed tonight. Are on our um, on our uh, uh, live stream feed tonight. Uh, he mm. said he said to me he said um, he said that if the if that two parter had been one of the um, episodes of or uh, had been had been in a movie or a mo- had been made into a movie, it would have it would have been the best next generation film ever. And I I agree with him. Um, yeah. the, the thing is, it did end up being shown in the theaters, but. Just, just imagine that. Like, had they sp- had they spread that out between two movies, yes, that would have just been insane. Um, the, the like it would have just driven people and uh, Trek fans especially in just absolutely insane. So I think we were talking talking on air about how off air about how the first two seasons wasn't so good. I think it was important from the first season they brought in Michael Pyler who wrote what those two episodes yes precisely and he was very important to making Star Trek Next Generation the series we remember today and the pinnacle which was the best of both worlds exactly exactly so if you're interested in any of the film television or video game music that I do play here on the show by all means you can contact me at of course visionsinsound at gmail.com you can also try me online at facebook.com slash visionsinsound you can also i am on the twitter at at uh, visionsound or you can also try my website visionsinsound.ca for previous shows i am also on apple music or itunes the way it used to be called and you can also uh talk to me about uh well you can actually listen to uh, previous shows that way um, yeah, so, uh, uh, what I will do is, uh, let's move on to our next bit of music that kind of leads up to Picard in this case. Now, next up on the show this week is music from the 2002, did you cough into your arm, Jason? I heard that. Yes, I did. I did. I did. Uh, okay. Just making sure. Uh, the 2002 film Star Trek Nemesis. The Enterprise is defer- diverted to the Romulan homeworld Romulus, supposedly because they want to negotiate a priest. A priest? I'm just not having a f- good. I'm not having a good time with my with my speaking tonight. A peace treaty. Captain Picard and his and his crew discover a serious threat to the Federation. And now the music here was written by Jerry Goldsmith, and mm. was released on the Varez Saraband label. So I'm just going to get to it, and we are going to 
continue on. So here is some music from Star Trek Nemesis with music by Jerry Goldsmith.
it was some music from the 2002 film Star Trek Nemesis. That's music by the late, great Jerry Goldsmith as he... A beautiful music as as it always was from Jerry. In any case, welcome back to Visions and Sound. As uh, this week we are looking at music from, and we will be very shortly, music from the series Picard. Okay. We have been discussing a little bit off air, and I think I surprised a couple of people by my thoughts on the last couple of episodes. So again, folks, I'm just going to say this before before we start. Uh, if you have not seen the season finale of Picard yet, then by all means, I give you permission, I give you permission to tune away and come back next week. We're going to be doing eighties kids shows. Ah, So yeah, so there's that. Okay. So what I want to say is this, um, the, the series on the whole was okay, but I have to admit, episode nine, the last, the, the second last one before the, the, the finale, really ticked me off. It almost took me off to the point where I didn't want to watch the finale. I, I could not believe. And the, re, and the thing that ticked me off the most was after all this, we were expecting some kind of, 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 uh, of, kind of interesting interesting world with these androids and what we got was a hippie colony led 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 by led led by a soon which we had never heard of and all of a sudden it's deus ex data drops in it's like holy crap really and I'm like that. Okay, that I can see. that ticked me off more than anything. I was expecting this this very logical and and the android that could do the Vulcan mind meld. What the hell? I thought only Vulcans could do that. And on top of that, she was an android. Ah, that bugged me. Anyway, sorry guys, didn't mean to, to overtake okay. overtake the entire. Um, no. No, discussion no, okay, here so so oh, that's that's Very my 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 that is my thoughts on on yeah. the on episode nine it like i said it ticked me off to the point where i was just about ready to say the heck with this the um the the series finale i'm not going to watch it so uh. um also something else that that uh, that okay okay so let's kind of break down a little bit the uh, the season the series the series uh, the, the yeah the season finale not the series finale because we know that um, there's there is at least a season two if not a season three coming. So uh, the idea uh, is okay. that um, Picard is now captured. Um, the Romulans are sitting on the doorstep of the android homeworld. Um. One of the androids are trying to call this this higher this higher synthetic species, which mm-hmm. again really ticked me off when I when I saw it. All it all it was all it looked like was space worms. But <laughs> oh oh something something that Eric Woods just brought up on the feed, and I will say this: Why 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 did they need to throw in the f bombs? And and the 
all the swearing that was in the show. It was it was never a thing until um what was it? What was the what was it um ugh. I'm trying to think of the uh, um ugh. generations. It was only it was only funny when Data said that said well, you know what he said in in Nemesis or not Nemesis in um in uh, I, I just lost it again in uh, Generations. Yes, rhymes with rhymes with hit. Yes, there we go. So well, in 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 any case, okay, frankly, sorry guys. I think, very frankly, I think uh, the reason why you're getting uh, a lot of the, the the swearing that you do in these kind of series now it's is because. Dumb. They're not really being made for television, per se, because the vast majority of the world has to see them behind a paywall. Okay, you want to know something, Bob? You want to know something? Now that it's not on broadcast television, we can swear. Okay, you you want to know something? I I have a theory about that, and I say just because you can swear doesn't mean you should. That's the way I see it. Just be, just because it's behind a paywall does not mean that you should be that that it sh- that 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 language should be allowed. It's not to me to me to me it is is not Star Trek. It is not Star Trek. There was one point where it seemed very appropriate and I imagine that Jonathan Frakes Okay, I have to admit that was fun. That was good. Every minute of being able to say uh uh Kicking your Romulan Telshiar ass. Yeah. Yes, that 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 I thought was appropriate, but none but none of the none of the admirals f bombs. None of these none of those were required. None of it was required because, as Eric Woods has said, bad writing. To me, that's what. To me, that's what the. Uh, um, to me, that's what. Um, the Picard was was saddled with was mm. Alex Kurtzman, Kurtzman's bad writing, or Kurtzman's. I don't know. Kurt, uh, I, I I can't blame the specific. I can't blame the specific producer, but he, he has his fingerprints all over it, and mm. Kurtzman is is kind of known for this kind of, uh, just yeah, and it's. If uh, I watch a lot of the um, uh, the red letter media guys, and ah. they they did a um, a really good um, lead up to at least six, seven, and eight, and it mm-hmm. may a, and they kept using that um, you know Picard shut the f up uh, on the uh, <laughs> yeah. on the uh, but no 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 no. It's not. No, no, no. That to me, that is yet. not not Star Trek, and uh, it should never have been considered. It should have been, like I said, just be. And I'll, and I'll reiterate this: just because you can doesn't mean you should. And it's late. It's lazy writing, and it's like I said, Episode Nine just about did it for me. I mean, okay, I could take. Um, uh, everything up to that point, and anyway, sorry guys, I didn't mean to didn't mean to go off on that on that tangent. Okay, because now, now on on a, on a different sort of a tangent, well, you know, like this, there was a couple of moments where it's like they do, you know, like, and I mean, this is something that the uh, the uh, 
uh, Next Generation was guilty of a couple, at least at least once, because you know you have the episode where uh, uh, Riker ends up being arrested along with his former captain. Uh, the then Admiral mm. Pressman, yep. and at Pegasus. the end of the episode, it's like, well, come on, you know, and he's like, he, he gets out, he gets out of the holding cell, and and you know, basically, it's like, okay, all is forgiven. Yeah. Well, the same kind of thing happened with, uh, you know, like, oh, you know, oh like, yes, yeah. She. Was, uh, uh, I can't think of the character's name. Yeah. Ring herself. New murders. Murdered Bruce yeah. Maddox. And yeah. then it's like, uh, next thing you know, it's like, well, within an episode, it's like, oh, what, we're not going to Starbase 12? Oh, it's just like, poof, all's forgiven. You know, like, yeah. nobody wants to strangle her because uh, uh, of the uh, fact that she killed uh, yeah. Maddox, you know. Yeah. And even the Sung character, wherever he is, goes, shame on you for, for murdering Bruce Maddox. And at the end of the end of the old thing, she's still with him as part of the crew at the end, so... <laughs> oh, all this, all, all this are given in the Star Trek universe. Yeah, uh, to, to me, Star, Star Base Twelve. Oh, we forget about that. You can be she, part of the crew anyway. Even, even though doc, you are a murderer, Doctor Girardi. Yeah, she Girardi, I believe, is her name. She murdered, murdered Bruce Maddox. Oh, blood! And, Absolutely. And she should be like twenty years in the electric chair for that kind of stuff. She murdered him. And the only reason why she murdered him was because she she was given a psychic uh, sort of Romulan mind mail. Yeah, it's that that kind of thing. And and wow, they were really uh, I'm sorry, they were really playing fast and loose with the lore here. And um, oh, by the way, speaking of lore, wasn't on this. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, and, and that circle thing as well. What was that? What was that all about? Oh yeah, the the uh, the, 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 the Jad Vash or whatever. They, they could use that a lot more, and they should have mentioned that a lot more at some point. It seemed a bit okay. It explains some of some of it, but well, see, see that of place. Yeah, it it a lot of this seemed like they were throwing they were throwing stuff at the wall and see what stuck. Mm. And now that they've got a second season coming. Um, and by the way, I don't know about you, but I was really put off by the way that this, the, the, um, the, the, the season, the season ended. It was well, just, with, it was them. The Android Picard, you mean? Yeah, no, with the, with the Android Picard, but also the, uh, them on the bridge, everything was all hunky dory. And then it, it goes, it, it was almost as if they were hedging their bets and said, we may not be doing a second season, so we got to end this like it's a big movie. And that's how it felt. And what, was Seven, well, what was Seven of Nine doing with that other woman in the end of it as well? That seemed to be getting a bit, bit canoodily. Yeah, that, that... Well, see, the thing is... Uh, that, that, that's surely, surely not going to add lesbianism into it. Oh, no disrespect, but it's, 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 that's, that's, that's putting it in. Okay, to be... That's sort of... That's sort of to be fair, Deep Space Nine dealt with that. They dealt with yeah, it a exactly. little bit in in Next Gen. Um, it's well, kind of the idea that Doctor Crusher couldn't go there. Yes. Yeah. The thing is, well, well, no. I mean, I'm talking about the the episode where the where Riker and with the with the with the genderless with the genderless species supposedly. Anyway, so. That's that to me. That's the um, 
the way that um, I see I see how Picard has, is. It, it was just to me it wrapped it up too nicely. I was expecting a post. I was expecting a post credit sequence where we were going to see something kind of set up this baddie for the next season. I mean, maybe it's going to be Commodore O or whatever they're calling her now. Maybe it's going to be, you know, ugh, I don't know. To me, it just, and I hated, you know what else I hated? The hand waving away of the, of the synthetic band. It was one line that, that Gerardi said, she said, she says, Oh yeah. And the band is over too. It's like, when did that happen? Like, they they banned all synthetics because they attacked Mars, and now everything's forgiven because Picard is now an android. Like what the hell, folks? Because they because they realized it was a Romulan plot after all. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, 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 and, and and nobody and that's another thing. Nobody seemed to realize that the, the Romulans had infiltrated Starfleet. Yes. Mm. The, and and no, that, that 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 was another pro- plot line that had not been properly um Yeah, they just kinda threw that well, out too. It, it, well, it, it, it's just Starfleet security going into Starfleet Command and arresting uh, all the Romulans to uh, infiltrated it. Think probably thinking they were Vulcans. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So we'll discuss more off air. I want to actually get to the Picard music uh before it gets too late. Um so here is oh uh, yeah, yeah, Jeff Jeff Russo. Um, did the music here. He's also worked on uh, several other TV series, including for like Fargo mm. and that, but he also worked on the Star Trek Discovery. And you know what? I kind of like his approach. That's just me. So in any case, we're just going to get to the music. We'll come back in a couple of more, in a couple of minutes, maybe in about 20 minutes, and we'll discuss some more about the series. So back in a bit.
A new softener under warranty is only $10.95. And for a limited time, receive five free bags of salt with every new softener. All supplied and installed at Adrian's Water Softeners. 519-778-1413 or adrianswatersofteners.com. Putting community first since 1973, we are CKWR.
with a little bit of music from the Picard series, the Star Trek Picard series. That's music by Jeff Russo. I think it's a lot better than people are giving it credit for. Give it some time. I think that it will be really, really well received. So, guys, uh, just some final thoughts on Picard. Um, Bob, I think we'll start with... Actually, you know what, Jason? Jason, we'll start with you. Hello? Guys? Hello, guys. Are you there? Have we have we lost our our intrepid crew here? Jason's frozen and Bob looks like he's frozen too. Okay, I will play another piece of music, uh, try and work this out and we'll wrap the show back in just a little bit.
Well, folks, that's all for me this week. Thanks for hanging in, those that did. Uh, wow. Uh, it's been a crazy time. So before I end off this week's show, and I apologize both Jason and Bob, a um, little problem here with the uh, the Internet. Looks like it's back now. Unfortunately, they're not going to be able to connect. In any case, uh, I'm going to end off with uh, if you are... I hope as you're getting on with your day that you realize just how awesome you are and never let anyone tell you any different. If you're ever feeling not right, there are people out there who care about you and are willing to chat. If not family, then some professional who can help. As Rocky said, nothing, nothing hits harder than life. I know from personal experience how hard this can be when it feels like no one's listening and you know sitting behind this mic week after week i know this i would never have made it this far without the support of a team behind me of uh, people including my wife dorothea if you or someone you know is in crisis and needs help resources are available in case of an emergency please call 911 for immediate help the canadian association for suicide prevention depression hurts and Kids Help Phone 1-800-668-6868 all offer ways of getting help if you or someone you know may be suffering from mental health issues. Talk to someone. You are important. Join me next week as we start 80s month and look at the music of the 80s kids shows. So I'm going to end off with a little bit of music from the Picard series. Uh, yeah, I'll end off with the end title and I'll be back next week with more Visions in Sound. Oh, you're a bit of a...